Hey guys, this is Carrie back again. This is How to Homeschool My Child. We're going to be talking tonight about how you can keep Christ in Christmas. But we're going to take Christmas and divide it into three sections. Advent, Christmas, and Epiphany. And some of you have no clue what Epiphany is. It's the Three Kings Day, or you could call it that as well. But we'll get to that in a minute. I introduced that to you today. Yesterday, I did a lot of stuff. I have some posts here about Advent and how we can use Advent. It's a time between Thanksgiving, approximately, and right before Christmas that we actually prepare our hearts for Christmas. It's a time that you can actually teach your kids about what Christ is all about. And I'm not going to go into detail about that but I'm going to share a few little ideas that you might want to use one is an advent calendar now this is one I have shared I think I shared it uh, on my featured week but you can use any kind of advent calendar you want they're going to open up the little drawers and then put the stuff on or whatever what I suggest you do is take your advent bible reading schedule and um, print out each of the scriptures and then put them in the doors here so when they open it up they'll get the little figure and then they'll also get a bible verse that they are going to read so that's one way we can keep christ in the center of christmas this is an advent calendar that i actually it's probably out of date it was by day spring but every day you flip it and there's just one thing well like here's today the promise of faithfulness. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And there's some questions here. And then we turn it to the next day. And every day it's just one verse and then some questions. Now, if you can't find this on eBay as a used item, I would recommend you coming over to my Facebook group. Because my Facebook group, every day I am posting a verse for the Advent wreath. I didn't bring, a, I didn't bring my Advent wreath in here. But Advent reads every week center on one theme. The first week was hope. Last week was peace. Today we start with joy. And I actually write a blog post on Sunday of each of those weeks. And I post it in my How to Homeschool My Child Facebook group. I'll put a link there and you can join there and start to get those pages. After today, every day I will give you a verse and two or three questions. And all you have to do is open up that verse at dinner time and then ask one or two of the questions. And that's it. And that can help your kids and your family focus on Jesus Christ during this Advent season. And then we end up, let me show you one more activity. I may have shown this, I'm not sure. But this is an Advent wreath that I made. And I didn't really intend it for anything purposeful. But after I started making it, I thought, oh, there's really some symbolism with the colors what i did was i just bought an old cheap wreath at the hobby store and then i went to the dollar store and bought some different ornaments that don't break they're regular size and then you can see there's some smaller size ones you could actually buy a small wreath and just buy the small ornaments that would fit on it and then each child could have a wreath and put it on their door so let's take a look at what this means red stands for the blood of Jesus. And I'm going to pull up my little cheat sheet. Um, okay, so Hebrews 9.22 talks about without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. There is no forgiveness without Jesus' blood being shed. So that's what the red is for. Also, Colossians 1.20 talks about the blood of Jesus gives us peace and reconciliation to God. So those are two verses you could talk about when you talk, when you make this wreath and the red is symbolizing the blood. 
The next one is gold. Jesus is the king of kings. In Revelation 19, 13 through, and 16, it says on his robe and on his thigh is written that he is the king of kings. Jesus is. And then the last one is green. Green symbolizes growth. And 1 Peter 3.18 talks about how we need to grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. So those are some verses as you do this Advent wreath. And it's a fun activity. And then you put it on the door. And this sits on my back door uh, because that's where everyone comes in and out. I have back door friends more than front door friends. But this sits there. And then there is, whether they know it or not, there is symbolism in this wreath. So... That would be another Advent activity that you can do. So, let's talk about this. Let's move from there to Christmas. Christmas, I would say, is a few days before Christmas. That is where we are truly focusing on God sending his only son to earth, to this wicked earth. And he actually came and lived among us. And I put a post up today about peace, and it all comes from the story of the shepherds in Nativity. And that is on my blog today. That actually takes you through how the shepherds went from being terrified at the angels to being in joy when they heard about what had happened because they had been hearing about this. All of Jew, the whole um, Jewish nation had been waiting for, I don't know, three, four or five hundred years because there had been silence from God. And here comes the Savior and the angel, I mean, the shepherds are just doing their job and then the angels scare them to death. And then they say, oh, but do not be afraid. We bring you good news of great joy. And then I go on to talk about joy. And then at the end, they go out and they praise God after they go to see Jesus. So they go from fear to joy to praise. So that would be one thing you could do as far as Christmas is concerned. The other thing is I have a fun nativity activity. I demonstrated this last week here at Top Picks, and I'll give you some links to it. But it's all edible. So let's start with this. So we have sheep. The sheep are made out of marshmallow and licorice. And you can look at the directions of how to do it. We have donkeys. The donkeys are made out of Tootsie Rolls, which took me forever to find. And the only place I could find them was at Target. Then we have people, including the shepherds. They are all made out of gumdrops and fruit slices. And then the shepherds have a little candy cane to go for their shepherd staff. And then finally... Oh, the one thing I didn't have on here that you would put on Mary and Joseph is a fruit um, roll-up. You take a little fruit roll-up and you put it on there, and that's sort of their um, covering. Then the last one is Jesus, and there is a graham cracker manger that is a feeding trough that looks like this. And then you can see that we have coconut. Uh, we have coconut here and then we put the baby jesus who's a marshmallow baby here and then that represents there and then you put it all in a graham cracker um barn so that is one way you can have your kids focused on jesus doing something fun and as you create this you can talk to them about the real meaning of jesus it's not gingerbread houses and santa claus it is all about the birth of jesus christ so that's advent and Christmas. Now let's talk about Epiphany, which I have mentioned. The Feast of Epiphany is January 6th, according to Italy and Europe. I think my daughter told me it is 
January 21st in Mexico, they wait a little bit longer. But we always went with January 6th because starting on Christmas Day and you move 12 days, you land on January 6th. So I would recommend reading a book like this, which is The 12 Days of Christmas, illustrated by Jan Burt. And each day is beautifully illustrated. So here we have the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Now, what in the world does the 12 days of Christmas have to do with Jesus? Let me tell you, I always thought the 12 days of Christmas were before Christmas. They are actually supposed to be after Christmas, and they go from Christmas to Epiphany, and they tell the story of God and Jesus. Now, I'm not going to tell you all of it right now, but I will tell you that in my ebook or my Christmas celebration bundle, we have Christmas celebration, celebrate Advent, Christmas, and Epiphany. And at the back of it is a whole section on Epiphany, and we have on the second day of Christmas, we celebrate, we talk about two turtle doves, they represent the Old and the New Testament. And sometimes you may want, I'm actually going to do this for my grandkids. It'll only be one gift per family, but you can give a gift that represents the two turtle doves, Old and New Testament. You might give them a new Bible. You might give them a family gift set of Bible commentaries or something as simple as bread and honey. More than likely, I will be giving them bread and honey because I like to make bread. So bread, the bread of life is Jesus. Honey is um, our words need to be sweet as honey. And so that is what I will probably give them for day two. And each day in this book, you will get the 12 days of Christmas, what the symbolism is, and then also gift ideas. After that, it gives you a few ideas on how you can talk about this and a homeschool tie-in, how you can tie this in to actual homeschool activities. That's at the back of the book because Epiphany is the last day. And then the Feast of Epiphany is where we celebrate the three kings coming to worship Jesus Christ because they didn't come to the stable where Jesus was in the manger, they came to Jesus' home, and it was a while later. And so that is what we want to make sure, that we separate Christmas from Three Kings Day, Christmas from the Feast of Epiphany. But let me back up just a minute and just say, this Christmas celebrations, it has all sorts of ideas in there about how you can actually celebrate Advent. talks about family traditions and um, how Edith Schaefer, a famous... She's the wife of a famous theologian in the 1960s. And she's like, if you don't do something every year, it never actually gets done. We actually, in this book, will give you ideas for November. I know that is after now, but next year you would have all the ideas for the November feast. Gives you some ideas for Advent calendars. Gives you some different words to Christmas carols. And then there's a homeschool tie-in for each of the Christmas carols. And then the different symbols. Now, I've talked about all symbols, but like here, holly and the ivy. And it talks about how that is a sign of a healthy family under God. So you're going to get some more information about that. Some ideas about a family devotion jar or a memory calendar. And then we end up with the 12 days of Christmas and some Bible reading for that as well. That is all included in our Christmas celebrations ebook or our bundle. It is 30% off until tomorrow night. If you use the code TOP, 
December. I talked about Epiphany, and that is the three wise men. Let's think about that for a minute. The three wise men were following the star. We have another resource that can help you really get in tune with what the Bible has to say with the star and combine it with science. So it's a great homeschool tie-in. And it's called the Star of Bethlehem. So we have Advent. I've already given you ideas on that, how we tie in the Bible. And Christmas, ideas on that. And Epiphany. We can do the 12 days of Christmas or even after Christmas, we can study the Star of Bethlehem because that is really the three wise men following after Jesus' birth. And so after Christmas, you can actually look and study and discover some of the things about the Star of Bethlehem. The thing that I wrote, I, this is probably one of my favorite things to actually write about. It will give you some ideas, individual, family, and parent-led Bible study. I would say junior high and high school can do this independently. Elementary probably need to be led more by their parents. It's going to start out with science, astronomy, and astrology. What are the similarities? What are the differences? And then we're going to put on our glasses, our lens of scripture, and we're going to go to Matthew 2 and look at what is in Matthew 2. And we're going to be detectives. We're going to read it and in three to four sentences summarize what happened. But then we're going to sort of really go down to detail and we're going to start looking to the nine clues, nine points of the star. And each of these magnifying glasses talk about a different one of those clues or points. And then, and I'm not showing you every page, I'm just showing you the main things. At the end, after you've looked at it, then we're going to go back to science and we're going to look at what are the heavenly bodies and which one was the star of Bethlehem. The cool thing I have just found out this weekend that I didn't even know is these heavenly bodies are going to be crossing over this year. And I'm going to look up some more information. I will be sharing it in my homeschool group, How to Homeschool My Child. I'll put that here as a comment. I will also be sharing that on the blog so that you can actually if you have a chance go outside and look I'm not going to give you who what they are but you can go out and look at some of the heavenly bodies that may have appeared at the same time as Jesus birth as these three wise men were following so we have Advent from Thanksgiving to November prepare our hearts go before God confess our sins and prepare our hearts for celebrating Jesus birth then we have that week of Christmas for there is joy and there is love and we are focused on Jesus and then after Christmas we have from Christmas to the Feast of Epiphany on January 6th, which is the Three Kings Day. That is 12 days, the 12 days of Christmas. That's all described here in our Christmas Celebrations ebook. And that will give you some more things to do. And I even have uh, some gift ideas as well as I've said before. Those are a few ideas on how you can focus your family from Thanksgiving to January on Jesus. You can take the ideas of Christmas, Advent, and Epiphany, and you can tie them into your homeschool, and you don't have to feel so overwhelmed. You can find time to do things because you are resting and relaxing, and you're just really dealing with Christmas and enjoying it. One thing I've really been encouraged by this group, is that when you write comments, so many of you are saying, I'm not worrying about my to-do list. And I just want to go, yay, high five, congratulations. Or I am just taking it easy. Every single day, I find a little bit of time to rest and enjoy the celebration of Christmas. 
that is what we need to do. Relationships are more important than all the activities outside the house. Your relationships with your kids are what is going to last forever. It doesn't matter if you go to every activity. And I was one of those people that wanted to go to every activity. And I'm going to tell you it didn't work because by Christmas Day, I was crying and feeling sorry for myself. And it was a disaster. And so I had to rethink everything I was doing. And so then we rethought that and we really started to spend more time at home. I centered our activities more on relationship with our kids, with our family, reading together, doing things together and talking together and keeping our eyes focused on Jesus. Thanks so much for spending time with me. I am Carrie Beck with How to Homeschool My Child. I will talk to y'all later.